What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Danny's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and today I'm at the park again. It's a beautiful Saturday, so let's talk about some more life lessons and memories, specifically raising child athletes. Let's get to it. So, how's everybody doing on today, tonight, or whatever time you listen to this? Um, It is a very beautiful Saturday morning right now when I'm recording. Um, Like I mentioned in the intro, I am back at the park again for two Saturdays in a row. And just kind of wanted to uh, talk about that as well as talk about, I guess, kind of like in broad terms, Raising athletic children. Um, so I'll get to that in a second. But um, but yeah, I uh, you know today the weather was definitely way better than what it was last weekend when I recorded um, the episode last Saturday. Because last Saturday it was raining and you know drizzling a little bit while I was at the park and when I was recording and stuff. But today it's nice and sunny. You know, lots of people out walking their dogs, exercising. Um, all that fun stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I got up and, you know, started off my morning watching the, uh, you know, new episode of My Hero Academia and then got ready and rode on down to the park. And yeah, I, uh, you know, pushed myself a little bit harder today, you know, cause last Saturday it was just really just kind of like getting back in the rhythm. Cause like I mentioned before, I haven't done, like, full true exercising and, like, running and all that stuff in many, many, many years. So, of course, you know, even though I haven't done it in a while, as somebody who used to be an athlete back in middle school, high school, and all that stuff, I still know, you know, and remember, like, hey, you can't just, after years of not really doing nothing just jump into the deep end it's like no you gotta you know gradually you know build yourself back up and so so yeah that's what I did today I took it a step further you know I did you know my stretches and stuff and then I actually ran um the spot where I park at is right near the basketball court and there is a nice big block slash loop around this kind of like water slide area here at the park that loops back around to right in front of my car. So I kind of use that as a, you know, as a good, you know, training spot, you know, towards like, okay, hey, this is a solid distance for for me to run nonstop. Um, honestly, I want to say it, it might be the equivalent of doing like one lap on a track. Now that I think about it, it's just, you know, obviously not as, perfectly and shaped or whatever but I think as far as like distance wise it might be about the same distance as if not maybe a little bit longer because of how it curves and stuff um might be a little bit longer than your standard track but um yeah I did that maybe two times I believe you know with obviously pausing in between um but yeah it, it felt good you know just to get back out there and do it and of course you know trying to remember 
you know, my breathing exercises and stuff from uh, from back when I used to run cross country back in the day, um, and which I'm, I'm about to do a whole episode on um, on doing cross country and stuff back in the day because that that was definitely a journey. But that's not what we're talking about today. Um, so yeah, did that and then you know shot around some basketball, ran around the court because finally with today. With everything being fully dry and stuff, there were no puddles and stuff on the court, so I could just kind of shoot, you know, and you know, run around a little bit and stuff. So, so yeah, got a good like hour and some change. I feel like um, here at the park, so definitely feels good, you know. Like so, like slowly building myself back up to, you know, like I said, eventually trying to get back in better shape, decent shape, and stuff like that. So. So, yeah, um, so kind of going from there. So <laughs> next weekend is pretty much going to be the start of true busy season for my family and with my kids in sports because, you know, my two basketball ones. So, so okay, so just in case somebody's listening to this for the first time, I have five kids, three boys ages 12, 8, and 3, and then twin daughters, age 11. Now, my oldest boy and youngest daughter both do basketball. Um, My oldest boy, he plays on multiple AAU teams here within DFW. Um, He he primarily plays on two now. Um, One of the teams he's been with since he was like seven something like that or whatever so he's been with one team for at least like four or five years um and then yeah my daughter she's on one team and then my oldest daughter and middle son they both do track now my oldest daughter she's been doing track like i said she's 11 now but she's been doing track pretty much since she was like five if i remember correctly i think um, and so, yeah, she, she just kind of has natural running genes. Um, cause in 2019, she pretty much dominated our region up here in DFW. She got first place in our region and then she got eighth place overall at state, um, that particular year in the 800 meter. So, yeah. And so we, we were prone and prepped to go further in 2020 but hey we all know what happened pandemic so we lost a whole year of you know of sports especially track um and then yeah then my middle son he is like i said he's eight and he's ran a little bit before but this is the first time like hey he's going to be competing and stuff like that so um and, and he's gonna be kind of like the main thing I guess like the main kickoff point of the conversation in a minute but um but yeah so that's kind of my lifestyle two two kids in track two kids in basketball and then we'll see what the baby Vash does in the next couple of years when he gets big enough to to do stuff but um but yeah so next Saturday the track meets begin um actually before then because because my oldest daughter she has 
I think some 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 type of meet Friday, which unfortunately I'll, I'll be missing because I have work, but she'll have one Saturday morning as well. And so this is where I'm saying like it's about to start getting to crazy busy ter territory because for those of you that know DFW, so my daughter will have her track meet in DeSoto, which is basically like South Dallas. My metal boy, his first track meet will be up in Lake Dallas, which is kind of like a little bit more up north, basically like, <laughs> like an hour in the other direction from where she will be at. So that's already one problem. So, okay, one's going to be down here, one's going to be up here. And we don't even know what the what the basketball schedule is. So there's a chance that we'll have two track meets on opposite ends of DFW, and then somewhere in there might be a basketball game or two. So, yeah, it's, it's about to uh, get real, real busy um, starting next week. So that, that's like another reason why I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and come out here today and get my little exercise in, have my little time to clear my mind and stuff. And, and of course, also, I'm still going to make sure I try to be diligent and finding some time, you know, either earlier in the, in the weekend days or something to still come out and get my exercise and stuff in. But, um, I'll just have to do it around their schedules and stuff. But yeah, so so on the topic of raising athletes, so many years back when all of them were really little, we had all of them in the YMCA for both track and basketball. And so it was like, hey, everybody is doing everything. And so, yeah, so all four of them, the older ones, you know, Vash wasn't born at the time. All four of them, you know, did basketball. All four of them did track in some form or fashion. And then I think we did that for maybe like a year or two, a couple of years. And then they started kind of like outgrowing what they could learn at the YMCA. And so I think we took like, we took like a year or so off. And then, which that, that might have also been around the same time Vash was about to be born or my wife was pregnant with Vash. Um, but yeah, so we took, like I said, like a year or two off. And then when we started back up, we had a talk with, um, at the time, the three oldest ones had to talk with each of them of like, hey, what do you want to do? Oldest boy picked basketball. And then we get to the twins. And obviously, with them being twins, sometimes, you know, they feel obligated to uh, to stick with each other to like, oh, well, my sister's doing this, so I'll do it too. But we had to talk with them together as well as separately of like, hey, it is okay, you know, to pursue and do what you want to do. And so that's where we got the split, where my oldest daughter picks basketball and the other twin picked, uh, I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Oldest daughter picked track and the other twin picked basketball. And so, yeah, the, the journey began. And, you know, here we are these uh, these years later. Um, now, yesterday, I had a, I had went to go run some errands and stuff. And then I got home right just in time because I was uh, 
doing a bonus podcast recording with some friends talking about um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, and so as I was preparing to do that, or, or as I was coming back home, I should say, and the other, you know, all the kids come outside to help get groceries out the car and all that stuff. Um, my eight-year-old, he was bawling his eyes out. And, you know, of course, you know, I'm like, you know, in the moment, I'm like, what, what is your problem? What, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, why are you crying? You know, and, and of course, no, you know, I'm trying to get better about not immediately, you know, jumping and getting mad or whatever and try not to be as stern all the time. Like I said, that's definitely a thing, you know, this like over the years I've been slowly working away at or whatever. But, um, but yeah, but yeah, so, so I was like, Hey dude, like what, what is wrong? Why are you crying? And so, because they, cause my wife, my wife was getting ready to take the track kids to do a little extra practice, whatever yesterday evening, because they usually don't practice on Fridays, but she took them, you know, to kind of, you know, we're trying to you know, do every, all we can when we have the time to, you know, help them get better and train and stuff. And so, anywho, so yeah, so he was, uh, he told me, he was like, he was like, I'm, he was like, uh, basically, I guess the fear of his first official track meet started to hit him. And so he was talking about how, you know, he was scared and that he wasn't going to be fast enough and, and all that stuff. And so you know, like I said, I was like, okay, when he said that, that's when I kind of like, you know, calmed myself and just talk with him and, you know, just basically just being like, hey, it is okay to be scared and to be nervous. You know, it's it's natural for that to happen because, you know, this is your first actual, you know, competition or whatever that, that you're doing and it's okay, you know. And I told him, I was like, I was like, this is why we had the talk um, earlier in the week um, I got to sit and watch like majority of one of their track practices and stuff. And I saw something that my wife had mentioned to me that he was doing, um, which was cause, cause, cause my eight year old, you know, sometimes his attention span is like super short, you know, like we'll be trying to have a serious, serious family conversation or something with everybody. And he's like, off to the side, you know, having something in his hands, his hands that he's fiddling with, or, you know, he's messing with something or whatever, whatever the case may be, like I said, his, he gets easily distracted a lot of times. And so I was seeing that when he was practicing to where, you know, he was, he was out in front of the pack of his group or whatever, but, you know, he was kind of half jogging, looking back, looking for his friends or seeing who, who all was behind him or where everybody was at and stuff. And, you know, I had to, you know, basically tell him like, Hey, when you were out here on this track, it is only thing you need to worry about is yourself and getting to that finish line. You know, I'm like, I'm like, you can't be worried about like, Oh, where's my friends at? Where's my buddies? You know, because basically, you know, you in track and running in general, cause I, I had you no know, same mindset back when I ran cross country of, for the most part, track, cross-country running is a one-person thing. It's like, yes, you are part of a team, but at the end of the day, 
you are going for yourself. You know, you ain't, you know, like I said, in most cases, you're not depending on anybody else. It's just, hey, you aiming to get and be the best that you can be. And so, yeah, so like I said, I had that talk with him a couple of times that day at practice. of like, hey, eyes straight, eyes ahead, just going for the finish line. And so I had, I told him that when I was talking to him yesterday, you know, about like, hey, you know, remember, remember what we talked about the other day? And he, you know, remembered and he said that. And I was like, yes, I'm like, you, you know, I'm like, you're just starting out. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay if you aren't, you know, the fastest or whatever right now. I said, but that's why we have practice. That's why you go out there and work your butt off at practice and do the best that you can be, you know, to eventually get there. And then, you know, like I told him, I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, your sister has been doing this for many years. She was nervous too when she first started, but look at her. You know, and you know what, you know how she has come along. And I said, me and mommy both also used to run back in the day. And we've, you know, we also went through being nervous and scared and stuff sometimes. But we worked through it. We practiced, worked our butts off, and stuff like that. So, so yes, yeah, so I think, I think he, you know, definitely felt better about that. And of course, I was like, hey, you know, if you want to, when you come back later, you know, we can talk about it some more whatever the case may be. Um, and at least so far, he didn't come back up and talk to me, but, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to come back up as we get closer to next Saturday of him doing his, uh, doing his meet. So, yeah. So, yeah, it, 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 it can definitely be, you know, tough sometimes being a, parent of an athlete and and I, and I think sometimes I sometimes I wonder if is it better being the parent of an athlete having been an athlete yourself before or not because I guess on one hand I feel like it's beneficial if you have some type of athletic experience yourself when raising a child that wants to do sports and stuff regardless if it's the same sports that you used to do or not because you kind of, at least for me, understand the amount of work, time, sacrifices that need to be made across the board, you know, as far as like, hey, you know, there's going to be some days where you're going to be tired because, okay, you got to, you know, from for the kid, you know, going to school, coming home, and then having a practice after school or whatever, and same thing for the parent, like, hey, you working all day, then having to come home and take your kids to the practice or or training them yourself on the weekends or whatever the case may be. It's just a lot of time and sacrifice on both sides of it for both the parents and the athletes. But I think that, you know, as long as us as parents, we do the best we can to give them the resources and the opportunities to be the best they can be, then I feel like, you know, can't really ask for too much more because, you know, and, and of course I know there's different life situations and stuff to where there are times where uh, you as a parent might want to give more, but you, you know, for whatever reason, either just be financial reasons you can't 
or because, hey, I'm always working or whatever. I can't always be there. But sometimes just at least talking to your kid and just letting them know like, hey, I got your back. I'll support you as best as I can. I think that transparency goes a very, very, very long way. Because so for me growing up, you know, I, I did basketball seventh and eighth grade pretty much. So I did basketball from seventh grade all the way till 12th grade when I graduated. I didn't start running I get into cross country in ninth grade. And once again, like I said, this would be a whole separate episode later on. But the point of me bringing that up is I got into cross country in ninth grade and then did that, you know, also till I graduated high school. And back then, my mother, she wasn't able to physically be present at everything I did. You know, I think now that I think about it, I think, I think really across everything, she might have gotten to come to like a handful of basketball games and she got to come to maybe a few cross country meets. Um and, and you know some of that was because, you know, she you know, we, we didn't have a car growing up, so you know, she wasn't able to physically come and go as she wanted to, but she always was there to support me in other ways, whether it be like, hey, you know, if I needed something, she did her best to either get it herself or to talk to, you know, one of my uncles, family members, sister-in-law, brother, somebody, sister, to help her help me get the equipment I needed. Um, you know, so like I said, you know, we, we, we didn't have... We, we definitely were far from, you know, wealthy and stuff. But growing up, I never really felt like I, I was wanting for much as far, at least when it comes to like, like, like the basic life necessities and stuff. So my mama was always there to support me in other ways, even though she couldn't physically come to the games or the uh, cross country meets and all that stuff all the time. I know that, like I said, she always made sure, okay, hey. If I, if I need money for food for the trip, snacks, whatever, she either gave me the snacks or gave me some money to take with me. She, you know, anytime I came home from school, practice, a game, whatever, there was always a warm plate waiting for me. Or, you know, depending on what time I got home or whatever, there would be a full plate made for me and sitting in the microwave waiting for me. All the time, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't remember a time that I ever really came home, and there wasn't a meal prepared for me. Even if my mother was gone because she had appointments or whatever she had to be gone to, she would always leave a note on the TV because <laughs> my mother know knew that when I came home from school or whatever, first thing I always did was go to turn on the TV. So she would tape a note to the TV all the time. I'd be like, "Hey, gone to whatever, wherever." be back later food is on the table food's in the microwave food's in the oven whatever the case may be she made sure I was taken care of and she was always there ready to hear both my stories of triumph and success as well as my stories of failures and losses you know she was always ready she was always there to hear and listen to me and so that that is definitely 
a gift that I do not take for granted. You know, like I said, just my mother always being there, ready and able to listen to me. And so in turn, you know, trying to do that for my kids as well. And, you know, obviously I haven't been perfect. Nobody's perfect, but, you know, I've stumbled and made mistakes myself. But, you know, just every day, week, whatever, working, doing my best to try to assure them of like, hey, if there's, you know, if y'all need to talk about this stuff, come and talk to me. Hey, you know, I, I, I love that now, you know, it, it took many years for us to get to this point, but I even love now, you know, I'll get home from work or whatever the case may be. And, you know, my kids will be like, hey, how was work? Or, you know, so on and so forth. And even if I just give them a simple answer, just like, ah, you know, it was easy today or it was, you know, we had a lot of stuff to do, a lot of equipment, whatever. And then, you know, they'll turn around and tell me of how their day was. Oh, yeah, today we went to music and we, you know, did this or we went to art or we did X, Y, Z. And I love that, you know, like I said, that, that we are at that point, um, to where we're getting there so it, it I feel like like my daughters definitely do that more often than my sons which I guess you know, in some ways is kind of not not too surprising um that 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 things are that way but anywho the reason why I'm like like I said just saying that it's just if if you are a parent out there listening and you have a child that does sports and whether you've been like I said, whether you've been an athlete yourself in the past or not, the support system is the biggest thing. And like I said, it you know, you might not be able to financially get them like, oh, I'm going to get you the best pair of shoes you need for this. Or I'm going to get you, you know, the best running shorts, whatever. Sometimes just your time and your ear and food in their belly. <laughs> you know, can go a long way of like, you know what, I might not have the best equipment, but I know that no matter what, regardless regardless if I win or lose this basketball game, this, you know, track meet, whatever, that my mom, dad, or even if you're a, a parental figure, you might not have kids, but you might be an uncle or aunt or a cousin or sibling, whatever, be, be there. For, for each other, you know, like I said, just, just open up, you know, try to let them know that like, hey, if you need to talk, I am here, you know, whether you win or lose, I'm here to support you, and, and of course it is, you know, it is okay to, you know, be a little tough on those times, but I, I've definitely learned over the years to kind of like take my foot off the gas a little bit, you know, to where it used to be sometimes like with my oldest boy, you know, he would, you know, F up during the game and I'll be like screaming during the game, like, like, what are you doing? Get your ass out there. Da, 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 da. You know, going in. But then of course, a lot of times that would just backfire because then, you know, he'll break down, and be crying on the court. And then he got to get taken out the game. And so, you know, basically I wasn't helping. And so I've definitely, you know, like I said, like learned over the years. And like I said, it's just a lot of trial and error with this stuff because, you know, like I said, I didn't really have parents there all the time 
especially, you know, especially like my mama wasn't going to be out there, you know, screaming at, screaming at me, you know, during basketball or whatever, um, especially because, like I said, I didn't start until middle school, so of course she wasn't really going to be fussing at me then or high school. Um, so, I, like I said, definitely just got to remember, like, okay, hey, these are kids, <laughs> you know, they're not even teenagers yet. Ease them into this and, like, hey, you know, talk to them, but also ease up sometimes, you know, because, uh, you know, they all have their off days just like we do as well. So, like I said, it's, it's you know, flaws, trials and errors, you know, come comes with parenting, but the main thing is, like, work on it and get better at it. And so, you know, it's definitely things where, you know, sometimes I'll still get into, get onto my kids. And if it's like, Hey, you know, what's going on? You know, why aren't you focusing or why, you know, what's going on while you're out there on the court or track or whatever. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's ways to, to, uh, constructive criticism. I guess it's the closest word I can think of without, you know, putting too much added pressure on them and being like, hey, you know, watch out for this or hey, try to maneuver this way or hey, look out for that. Like, give them like little pointers and tips and stuff, you know, without just like, hey, screaming and yelling at them and stuff. So, so yeah. So, like I said, just, just the support system. But, yeah, we are, like I said, we're kind of winding up. I need to go and dig out my, uh, my hat. I have a, a hat that I have worn for many, many years to all the track meets. It's a very wide brimmed kind of, kind of a, I don't know if I would equate to like a fisherman hat or whatever, but, but basically like, like a super wide circular hat that I would always wear every year for summertime, call it my, my, my track daddy hat. <laughs> and so, uh, so I got to find that, dig that up and stuff and get ready for it so you know I, I definitely still would like to do more of these kind of like you know life uh podcast episodes and stuff over time but like I said just kind of squeeze them in when I can because like I said it's just about to get really ridiculously busy um starting next week and going forward because like I said we're gonna have you know two kids in track two kids in basketball you know, work and all that stuff. And we, we've already been the head track coaches already basically informed us, um, to, and, and I might've said this on one of my other podcast episodes, forgive me, but, uh, but yeah, he told us that like, Hey, prepare for the end of July, beginning of August, pretty much it's going to be a week and a half straight of stuff to where at the end of July, it's going to be the, uh, the TAF, uh, state competition or whatever. And then the following week, it's going to be the AAU state track stuff. So the TAF one is going to be in Corpus Christi, which that's where we went to, uh, that summer in 2019. And then the AAU one is going to be in Houston so not too far apart but that's pretty much a week and a half we're gonna have to be on the road so I'm gonna have to figure out some stuff myself as far as like how that's gonna work with me 
and my work schedule and stuff because I, I definitely want to make sure I am there for this because I know my, my daughter, like us in track, that is definitely something that me and her have bonded over over the years. And I know that she wants me to be there, so I definitely will come come hella high water, do everything I can to to try to be there for her for that. So, because like I said, we had a very strong start in 2019, and she's already been steadily improving really quick because her her times in the 800 have already drastically improved from where she was. Um, even of course over the last week I think my wife said like whatever time she was running earlier in the week she shaved off like several seconds um, by the end of the week so yeah just a lot of uh, preparation and stuff but but yeah I, th- I think that might wrap up for all I needed to talk about like I said just you know like I said just kind of giving a little bit of insight into my life as a athletic parent and you know who knows maybe someday I'll even you know maybe do some episodes with some of my kids and kind of just you know talk out some stuff with them on on an episode or so in the future but we'll we'll see we'll we'll cross that bridge eventually someday because I I think it I definitely think it would be fun to to document some of these journeys and stuff even just for them to where it's like hey you know some years down the road you know, you can look back and, and, you know, see like, okay, hey, this is the things that you were saying or mindset you had at this age years ago. Let's see how that matches up with, you know, where you are now. But, but yeah, but to all the parents out there that might be listening, you know, or, or guardians or whatever, like I said, you know, be encouraged, you know, support your child athletes um, as long as they have a passion for whatever it is that they're into support them um, you know and, and, and that goes even even beyond track um, but but I'll say that for for another day because my, my kids also have um, other passions and stuff that I try to you know do my best to fuel and support because like my, my daughters they're also really big into drawing and doing art and I have done and taken measures to get them supplies and stuff that they need to feed that it's like okay hey this is a positive thing you know that they are into so hey I'm gonna you know give you try to give you what I can to support you in whatever hobby or thing you're interested in books you know comics um, drawing, sports, so on and so forth. So, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm getting to a whole other subject that I'll probably touch on some other day in the future. Um, didn't want to go too, too long today, but yeah, it's going to wrap it up for this one. All right, and thank you guys for listening to another Life Lessons and Memories episode of Dad Needs to Talk podcast. So, yeah, I think, I think that's what I'm going to dub these type of episodes going forward to where, you know, because me talking about, you know, either broader conversations of what's going on in my life right now, and then, you know, as well as stories from my past, 
you know, whether it be from my childhood or college, whatever the case may be, I think that that title fits these nicely, so I think I'll keep that theme going of naming it that with subtitle for whatever topic or whatever. Um, that way, if there's anybody that wants to just listen to just these episodes, you know, they'll be easily identifiable in the podcast feed. But, um, but yeah, as usual, you can find me on all my social stuff as far as Twitter and Instagram and my website. Everything is at Dad Needs to Talk. Like I said, the website is dadneedstotalk.com. And yeah, it's a go. Enjoy the rest of this lovely Saturday and this lovely holiday weekend, hopefully. You know, I think I got a, you know, my, my usual main episode of the podcast tomorrow. And I think I might also be on the My Hero Academia podcast this week. I got to check my schedule. I think that's it. But, yeah. Um, I hope everybody out there has an awesome weekend, an awesome day. Like I said, just be encouraged, my my fellow parents, athletes, whatever the case may be, whichever side of the spectrum you fall on, be encouraged to you know keep pushing forward and just supporting each other, be there for each other, and yeah, giving it your all, and just know that like, hey, you might not win at all of them, but the point is to do the best to your ability to position yourself for victory and to make sure that hey even if you lose think over it and figure out like okay was there something I can learn from this experience to take forward you know for the next competition the next event like I said from both the parent side and the athlete side as a parent be like hey is there something that I, that I need to work with my child on to help them get better going forward or whatever the case may be whether it be hey you know make sure they're eating properly or getting proper sleep rest whatever the case may be um just support each other that's all we can do but anyway um that's gonna be it so y'all have a awesome day and i'll catch y'all in the next one bye and peace